You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice with Jillian Faldmo. This is episode six, How to Make More Time. Grow a Thriving Practice, a podcast made for biofield tuning practitioners who want to do what they love, using their unique gifts and talents integrated with this amazing modality to help others heal. My name is Jillian Faldmo. I'm a biofield tuning coach, mentor, instructor, and practitioner. I know the ins and outs of growing a practice from the technique itself, business marketing and planning, and holding amazing space for my clients. Together, we will incorporate tools for self-care, self-coaching, and self-discovery, because when you thrive, you help others thrive. Join me in this journey to grow your thriving practice. See you inside the podcast. Hello. Ah, I hope you're having a great day today. It is a beautiful day in California. The weather is starting to get warmer. It's really hot in the sun, but Actually, it's now about 4.30 p.m. and it's starting to cool down. So I'm, I'm loving this kind of weather where it's warm during the day and cool at night. Ah, I just got done a six-week biofield tuning series with Shannon Tinder. And I just want to thank her for her amazing work on my womb over the past six weeks. Um, not only is there more space in my body, But my creativity, my self-worth, my boundaries have really pivoted to a place where I have um, a very clear vision of what I want in my life. And um, I never really expected that from from focusing on my womb. But that's just what I love so much about biofield tuning is that you never really can imagine the results that you're going to get from this work. You know, you go in expecting one thing. And then you come out with just, oh my gosh, expectations blown. So thank you, Shannon. Um, Appreciate all the work that you've done with me. I hope that you all are receiving your own biofield tuning sessions. It's so important for our own evolution and our own self-care. And I don't ever want to hear you say that you don't have time to take care of yourself. You absolutely cannot do this work without self-care. It's just not sustainable. Um, It's just not an option, (laughs) okay? So filling your cup is is a must, and I really wanna stress that. You cannot give from an empty cup, and you will become burnt out if you're not taking care of yourself. So no more excuses. Don't come to me and say that you don't have time for yourself. Um, If you say that, I'm going to send you this podcast episode (laughs) because that is what we are talking about today, making time. And I just hear so many of my clients and friends and family say that they don't have time to do the things that they want to do. And I really just feel like that's an excuse to stay in victim mentality. All right? I'm just calling it out. The truth is, is that you can make time for anything. And I'm going to tell you how. But before I tell you how, I I just want to touch on the fact that Everything you do is a choice. No one is making you do anything you don't want to do. And I really want you to think about this for a moment. Sometimes I hear from clients, um, but I have to take care of the kids. Who else is going to? And the fact is, 
you don't have to take care of the kids. It's a choice that you're making because you want to be a good parent. Am I right? Other times I hear people say, but I have to work and make money. Otherwise, I won't have a place to live. And again, this is a fact. You do not have to work and make money. You could choose not to work or be homeless, but you are choosing to work because you want a roof over your head and you want to be self-reliant. Okay, everything is a choice. And we prioritize our wants and needs based on the importance of them to us. So if you're not making time for self-care, you're not prioritizing it. If self-care hasn't has if self-care has fallen to the bottom of your priority list, I want you to ask yourself why. Why am I not placing importance on my own self-care? Why am I putting importance on everything else? instead. All right, so let's just call that step one of how to make more time. First, you need to decide on what the priority is. You need to prioritize. Step two is to deliberately plan your time. Uh, That's really how we manage our time well, is by making decisions ahead of time and following through on our plan. Now, There is something inside of our brains that resists us doing this. We resist planning. We resist making decisions ahead of time. We resist thinking about what we're going to do with that deliberateness. Um, We have this sense that being able to react, being able to be spontaneous and not have plans is somehow a more free life. And I want to introduce you to the idea that actually the opposite is true. So just hear me out. The more you plan, the more free you will be. And here's why. The more you plan, the more you will be able to create the exact life that you want. You'll be able to enjoy your free time without guilt and you'll just be able to produce so much more. You're going to feel more in control of your life. The way I see it, and the thing that I've learned, is that people misunderstand that spontaneity is somehow a freedom. And I used to live this way. I used to let life just take me. I didn't have real goals or direction. I really didn't set anything for me to aim to. Um, And I think when most people say that spontaneity is a freedom, what they're really saying is that they are out of control of their own life. They're not in the driver's seat. And... Um, I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, I'm not judging. But when I do talk to my friends, my clients, my colleagues, and they say that they wish they had more time for whatever it is, I know they aren't living their life on purpose. Because if they were, the word wish would not be in the equation. They would be deliberately planning their life so they could get that result. Okay, so... Just notice if that's where you're at. Are you in the driver's seat or are you not? Are you just sort of riding the waves of life, right? And I think there's definitely a way that we can do both. We can have a goal and we can ride the waves to that goal. But when we're really deliberate and focused and we plan our time well, the, uh, the speed in which we can reach that goal becomes much greater. The things that we learn along the way become much more and the experiences that we have are so much more enriched. This is my perspective. So 
Sometimes the reason we don't want to plan, we don't want to think ahead, is because we have a hard time with the follow-through, right? So you figure if you don't make plans, then you can't set yourself up for disappointment. And I see this mostly in people who make a plan of what they want to eat the next day and they don't follow through or they make a plan to work out and they don't follow through on their plan. Um, and this lack of follow through doesn't really represent an issue with not having time, but really an issue with honoring commitments to ourselves and having our own backs. It, it reflects our relationship with ourself. So I want you to think about this in terms of any relationship that you have, okay? Imagine you're gonna go out to lunch with someone that you respect highly. You've made a lunch date with them, right? You're gonna show up on time for that lunch date. You're not gonna blow them off. You're not gonna no call, no show on them and then expect to have lunch with them the next day. Most of you would respect that person's time, show up and be present. We often treat other people with more respect than we do ourselves, right? So when you start running your life as if you're the most important person to respect and love in your life, that shows up in every other area of your life. And by no means does it come naturally. <laughs> We aren't just born with self-respect. We aren't just born with complete loyalty to ourselves and our word. We aren't always in integrity all the time. We have to continually practice and continually focus on it and continually learn. Here's the thing. The survival part of our brain loves instant gratification and wants us to stay safe and comfortable. And it's well-intended that brain of ours, but it also steers us away from our goals. So instead of following through on our plan, the brain tells us, oh, that doesn't matter. Go eat instead. Go hide. Go be afraid, <laughs> right? As humans, one of our superpowers is being able to plan something and follow through and be consistent with creation. Many of us um, have learned in our childhood how to honor our commitments, but maybe not so much with ourselves. Some of us have learned it in childhood, um, but maybe not on a consistent basis, how to, how to honor, follow through, and be consistent in our word to ourselves. The reason why the consistency can be so hard is because of that survival brain and the way that it wants us to do the easiest thing in each and every moment. We literally have to overcome the part of our brain that's in survival mode in order to evolve ourselves, in order to create something in our future and follow through on it. So one of the superpowers that you have as a human being in this life is to make time. It's to create time. And I want you to think about this. Have you ever thought that you've lost time by not planning? Right? Well, the opposite is also true. You can make time by planning. And when you plan to work on something for an hour, let's say you want to create an email for your clients. If you plan on only having an hour to create that email and you honor that plan, then you use that time more efficiently than you would ha have if you didn't. Right? You're not going to keep getting up and taking breaks and doing other things. 
If you leave that container open, it could take you up to four hours to complete something that could only take you that one hour if you planned it, if you hadn't planned it. So if you plan for it to take one hour and commit to that plan, then you've just freed up three hours. Interesting to think about, right? Okay, so the steps for making more time so far are one, decide what the importance is, two, plan ahead, and now we're gonna talk about step three, make decisions strongly. One of the easiest and most common ways to waste time is to be in indecision. It is such a time suck. <laughs> Imagine you're hiking up a mountain and you can't decide which trail to take. So you keep changing your mind on which trail to take. It's going to take you so much longer to get there if you keep turning around and going back and getting off on a different trail than if you just made the decision, committed hard to it, and kept moving until you re reached the top of the mountain. Commit to that decision, no matter how you end up feeling. You're gonna feel doubt, you're gonna feel scared, you're gonna feel like it was the wrong decision. But if you can believe that there's no wrong decision and you can stay committed, you will actually blow your mind at how much time you save by going straight up that mountain and not questioning yourself. So if you decide you wanna be a biofield tuning practitioner, I recommend that you make that decision and you commit for at least a year before you look back, right? So, okay, so, so far we've got deciding on the importance, planning ahead, making decisions strongly. And the last step to creating more time is taking massive action. Instead of wondering how to do something, Think of how much time you can spend wondering how to do something. Instead of wondering, just do something. If you wanna find out how to do something, start doing it. You will immediately get a sense of if it's working or not. You can change your mind only in the sense of what you're doing, but not in the decision that you've made. Does that make sense? So for example, if you wanna be a biofield tuning practitioner, um, you decide to help people with addiction issues, you may, dis you may change your mind about how to market, how to go after it, how to write your next newsletter, but you don't change your mind about being a biofield tuning practitioner and working with addiction. Taking massive action always produces a result. And that is what I want you to focus on. What result are you producing by taking massive action. And this is not the same as passive action, which has more to do with consuming than producing. And taking massive action isn't the same as being busy. Being busy is, is actually having a mismanaged mind around time. Activity and busyness takes up time. Massive action creates results and makes time. It propels you forward. It gives you experience and information that will inform the next decision. Massive action taken over and over and over again perpetuates self-confidence. And it perpetuates a relationship with yourself where you've got your own back. 
Okay, so those are the four steps of creating more time. One, prioritize. Step two, plan ahead. Step three, make decisions strongly. Don't waver back and forth. And four, take massive action. The other thing I wanna say when it comes to planning is honoring your plan. I think I mentioned this a little bit before, but I really want to, to hone in on this. Having a plan that you don't honor isn't useful. Here's the thing. When you put something on your calendar or on your food plan or whatever, you have to commit to it no matter how you feel. When you make a plan for tomorrow, for sure, you're not going to want to follow through. And here's why that's so important to understand. When you plan out a day ahead of time, you have a much better emotional adult process than the day of. On the day of, you're gonna wanna respond to how you feel in the moment. How you usually feel in the moment is your survival brain dictating to you to procrastinate, to not do something. It shows you doubt, fear, just plan on that. Plan on not wanting to do it and do it anyway. This happens to me all the time, and I've gotten really good at just accepting that my brain is um, not going to offer me, uh, I'm sorry, gotten really good at just accepting that my brain is going to offer me all these reasons why I can put that thing off, and I do it anyway. And once I get into it, I'm usually all in, I'm loving it. So working out, for example. I can sometimes get excited for it, especially if I've had a lot of caffeine that day, um, but mostly I dread it. And my brain offers me all kinds of excuses not to do it. But when I do and I get into it, my confidence in myself goes way up, my body feels great, and I know that I just took one more step toward my fitness goal. Okay, so if every time you wanna plan ahead using your prefrontal cortex, that part of your brain that sees the vision of your life and you don't do it, you don't follow through, then you just keep spinning in the life that you currently have. If you make plans and you follow through on those plans, you get better and better at overcoming the survival brain. And you get better and better at building integrity with yourself and strengthening your relationship with yourself and having your own back. I hope this helps those of you who are struggling with time. You can make more time, and time really is relative. It's what we think about it that creates more of it or not. All right, I hope you have a beautiful day. See you next time. If you wanna start a podcast, I highly recommend checking out Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, so easy that my 10-year-old stepdaughter showed me how. Not only is it easy, but it's free, and you can do it right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on many different platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more. And it's everything you need right in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. If you would like to grow a thriving practice, I'm here as your coach. Check out my program at JillianFaldmo.com and schedule your free consultation today.